Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. I'm here with my husband, producer James. Hey, hey. Who is looking quite unprepared per usual. What are you doing? I am perfectly prepared. No, you're not. You're over yes, there twisting on the soundboards and stuff like that. I was making sure you sound the best as you can. That should have been stuff that you did before we hit record. Well, I did. Mm. Guys, it's, it's been a minute since we've had a show. Life has just been lifing, but hopefully you've been... <laughs> life going to life. Uh, hopefully you've been able to catch me on Pink Shade with Mary Payne as we have been breaking down love after lockup. Uh, we're taking a slight bit of a break. Uh, we're going to be covering a new show that I absolutely cannot remember the name of. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, producer to the rescue. Um, yeah, it's something like a 90 day fiance, maybe within this country. Let's see. I can't remember what it's called. It is, it's 90 day fiance, uh -huh. match me abroad. That's what okay, it's called. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So we will be breaking down that show, I think beginning this Sunday, right. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, until we have an all new season of love. Will it be love or will it be life? Which one will it be? It will be love. So for love. people who don't get it, there's three shows within a show, okay? It's a trilogy, if you want to call it. It's a trilogy. It is um, love during lockup, love after lockup, and then there's life after lockup. So I guess life after lockup is pretty much when they already start fucking up each other's credit and had a baby. <laughs> I think that's what the difference is right there. Yeah, all the shiny new convict stuff is over. Now yeah. Really Real shit them. like job. <laughs> you realize you marry somebody that probably can't get a good job like immediately. And you or didn't, hold one. Or hold one. And, you know, this is when they start really cheating on you and cheating on you again and cheating on you again a la Monique and Derek. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. So when you realize they go in at 20 and they come out 10 years later at 20. It's yeah, it's it goes back to the whole theory. You are the maturity age that you got locked up in. <laughs> right. And a lot of these motherfuckers got locked up at like 12. So <laughs> unless you are ready to raise a tween, you might want to listen, <laughs> let them get a little bit more life experience once they come out. But those bitches never do. Oh, well. Nope. Nope. So if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty. And that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. Now, Producer James. Yes. We waited nine months. Then, like, uh, uh, almost a year, uh, we've been teased. Um, we basically have just been conned into wanting to know the name of Khloe Kardashian's son. And now we finally know what it is. Who? Khloe <laughs> Kardashian. The big, tall one. Oh, the big Sasquatch. Yeah, it's just them alien fingers that she has that just kills me. I don't, I don't. I, I don't get them, and I don't know why she makes them extra long with the extra long stiletto witch creature fingernails. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. I'm like, what babies are you raising when your nails are booty cutters? <laughs> Scared babies. Yeah, I call those booty scratching fingernails. Like, because there's no way when you're wiping, you don't fucking scrape a little bit of your asshole. 
Oh, those things cost hemorrhoids, I'm sure. They they have to, and they just are not really attractive looking. No. I don't they this, look dumb. This is how I look at it. If a man that I was with and about to be intimate with tried to touch me with said fingernail type, I would throw up. I'd be disgusted. <laughs> I'd kick him out. I'd say, I'm married. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm married. Change of heart. Change Wait. of heart. I'm sorry. I'm going to stay with him. Just you and your nails go on. You Do, do you remember when we were little kids, You, you we used to, they would come out during Halloween time, and they were like, we would kind of loop them. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a bracelet, but they were like long nails. You would wear them if you're dressing up as the devil or a witch. Okay, this is exactly what this is. What bitches are actually getting it glued to their fingernails. <laughs> They're like keeping them on more than one day. Or not on a holiday. <laughs> I've seen. So the worst thing is I see like uh, women who have to like type a lot. And yeah. it literally is just tick 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 Oh my god. Yeah. And now they have girls that have like they're literally like how long is this of a nail? Uh that's probably about uh three and a half, four inches. Yeah, and so now they put charms on them. Oh my god. So it basically looks like they did a little bit of their nails and then they went to a retirement community during craft time and said, Finish me off, guys. During arts and crafts. I need the community service hours. Like it literally looks like they go to Hobby Lobby and get like... In the mums section. It's exactly what they do. I mean, they have whole words and shit on, their, on one just one nail. Then this one girl that I kind of follow and I don't know why, I just... You know how when you follow a person, you just have to keep following them even though every time they post something, you're like the audacity right. of said person. So this bitch, she's got on those long charm nails, right? And one of them, this is how long it says. It spells out the word baby and it has a bottle and like a set of fucking huggies on there, all right? <laughs> So, God forbid someone say, oh, are you pregnant? <laughs> I didn't even notice I was going to bitch you. How you didn't notice you wrote the word baby on your fingernail? <laughs> How, like, what? And your they, fingers have emojis. Yeah, they really look like they have emojis all over. That's like, crazy. And, and it's... <laughs> it sounds like a very full James Avery bracelet with all the charms. All the charms. <laughs> so, anyway, back to Khloe Kardashian. Her baby's name is... Drumroll, please. Tatum. 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 Okay. That's Bitch, it. unless you you name that boy Transformer, was no reason for you to hide his name all this time. It's Tatum. <laughs> that is pretty. It seems a little plain for the Kardashians. I think it's it? a family name, kind of like um her daughter True's name is a family name. Oh. I kind of so ironic that. Tristan, true, their dad. True is, a, uh, true is a family name, and that, that family lies every chance it gets. <laughs> About that's, everything. That's ironic. I personally think their names start with T because their dirty-ass dad name starts with the letter T. Tristan mm. Thompson, who has now, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it in the last show, but now he is playing for the Lakers. Okay. Now, I don't remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but whenever this latest girl who got pregnant with his baby, who had the baby while... Chloe and he were expecting a baby via surrogate. Um, he told her, and she, you know, she showed us all the text messages. He's like, well, you better figure something out because I'm about to retire. You ain't going to get no money. Oh, but now you're playing for the Lakers. <laughs> oh, now you Magic Johnson. Oh, you Kobe Bryant. You with them. You Shaq. You know what I mean? I'm just like, no, bitch, you know you got to pay child support. So you, you, you still got young knees. If I was him at this point, I would just hobble myself like in misery. I know. And, <laughs> I and, would just break both legs, and, never play again. And you know what the How about just quit fucking well, women you know that you're not with? in a relationship with? That's true. 
Yeah. Well, you know what else starts with T? What? Trash. And he is trash. He really, really, <laughs> uh, he just, with his koala bear face. <laughs> you always call him a koala. Because he looks like a fucking koala bear. <laughs> I bet yeah, he. Not the cute koala bears. What's the, it looked like one of the ones with the disease. Don't they get gonorrhea? He <laughs> looks like a gonorrhea, syphilis koala Which bear. Which he probably has by now. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Anywho, so yes, now we know baby Tatum, which we've only seen, you know, the side of his face. Why show the side of one kid's face, but do a fucking whole photo shoot with the other one? I don't get it. It's just they scam us all the time and we fall for it. We just fall for it. Anyway, (laughs) now this is something that just has me all up in my feelings. Shangela Laquifa Watley. Hallelujah. Hallelujah who we have been following since she graced the screen on RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, Chandler's been doing a damn thing. She, you know, is a famed drag queen. Um, she's also from Paris, Texas. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. Did We're it. in Texas, for you guys who don't know. So that's exciting to us. It don't matter what part of Texas. because we <laughs> Just ain't Texas. Ne- yeah, we ain't never seen Paris, Texas. Texas didn't know there was a Paris, Texas until he was on an episode of Tallest and Tierras. Never passed by. Don't nobody who been there. Don't plan on going there. There ain't nothing, nothing, nothing there. Except so. for the little fake Eiffel Tower I think they have when it says, <laughs> Welcome to Paris, Texas. <laughs> it's like it's like in Flatland, Texas. Is it really? Yeah, it's, oh, I think okay. it's, it's West Texas's. So it's um yeah it's like flat just just desert. nothing it's it's yeah it ain't much the only nice thing about the whole town is that they named themselves Paris the best thing about it is the road leading out of it and Shangela and Shangela so okay so Shangela has this awesome amazing career she's been on RuPaul's Drag Race she's been on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars she um has just just got done on Dancing with the Stars yeah and she also is part of the show is it what is it called here here we come. That's on HBO. I yeah. think it's her, Bob yeah. the Drag Queen, yeah, and somebody else. Which the show, I think, if, I'm, if memory serves me correctly, which it usually don't, um, <laughs> they just got picked up for another season. I think they did. And and Shangela's on a lot of mainstream. Like, yes, she'll yes, pop yes, up on yes. like, talk shows oh, yeah. and, and appearances. Yeah. I mean, like, full-blown mainstream. Shangela is the girl. She, she's so multi-talented as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now she is... There's another talent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sexual misconduct, the talents of that. <laughs> we'll add that to the resume. All right. Let me we'll put that down in the bottom. Real, real, real small, small print. Make it the same color as the paper. Make a real small R in <laughs> yeah. rate, please. So anyway, so she's now being accused of, I want to say, like an assistant. Not like her personal assistant, but an assistant who was on working on the show, Here here We Are, or Here We Come. Why don't you look that shit up? So I, I did. I, I did, actually. I, I did. So okay. um, it was an assistant, I think, on RuPaul's Drag Race. No, it was or, an assistant on the HBO that, show. That's right, HBO yes. show. So uh-huh. apparently this person got really drunk. Um, Which, hold on, the mm-hmm. person got really drunk, and they also said that they are not a drinker, to which Shangela knew, but Shangela kept buying him drinks. So, motherfucker, you ain't have to drink the drinks. So, th- so then Shangela got him back to the hotel room. Yes. And where he passed out. He passed out, mm-hmm. and he said he remembers waking up with his pants down, mm-hmm. with Shangela like pouring poppers on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, so it's his side of the story is. I mean, basically, the last thing I saw said accused of rape, like straight up big R rape. Okay, so I know y'all gonna think I'm real funny. But I'm gonna need to know the size of this said person because Shangela's pretty fucking little. little. <laughs> and if you let a li- if you let a little bitty drag queen rape you, you wanted to get where you spread that booty hole yourself. Okay. Not if you're drunk, fucked up, and maybe on something. But here's my thing: like everything that he and I, 
Why are you blaming the victim because, if the aggressor is a certain size? Because the aggressor is really, I could take Shangela easily <laughs> on a lupus flare-up day. All you got to so do what, is all you got to do is wave some glitter around him and he just do whatever you say do anyway. So what's your but by your logic, mm -hmm. it's impossible for a little person to rape a regular person. Have you ever heard of like a real little person, like mm -hmm. LP person raping a full size average person? That's gonna be my next Google search, but no. You don't. You you don't. <laughs> and Shangela may be five one, five two. And he's just he has a very petite frame, okay? But this is my thing. I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just telling you what I what I think and I feel like I have a relationship with Shangela. You know how we feel when we follow a celebrity. So I'm like, that's my little cousin. He ain't do that. You get real he close. didn't do that. He's too little. He got on heels. He can't be doing all that. So <clears throat> this person, this allegedly this happened in 2020. And here we are three years later. Why are you bringing it up when Shangela's at the height of her career? So this person says that they were worried about losing their job. Mm -hmm. um, they resigned from the role in 2021. Okay, uh, a year later. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's that, what, do everybody, what does everybody in Hollywood say? They're worried about, you know, getting in trouble. They're worried about somebody, you know, retaliating. Okay, but Shangela's not Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> okay, your career is not going to be ruined because you t wouldn't give Shangela LaQuifa Wadley head. You know what I mean? I just don't see that happening at all. I like how the news is getting a bit more, like this is like NBC News, and the quote is, um, McGarrigal, who's the yes, victim, alleged victim, felt Pierce on the lower half of his body, rubbing his penis against his buttocks, attempting to insert himself into his anus. That's NBC News reporting that. Are you just saying what the alleged victim <laughs> said? I mean, that's journalism. That's, that's, I want to know the details. I'm like, damn. Because, I mean, when someone says assault, I want to know what kind. Like, how did it happen? When did it happen? What colors were the curtain in the room? I want to know all the details. Well, you got them here. Well, I just, it just, it does something to me. It, it always makes you question the motives whenever someone comes out after said celebrity is at their height. That to me means money. It, you know, I guess it, it's it's so hard to tell these days. Like you said, I mean, after the Me Too thing, where people were bringing up stuff from twenty, thirty years ago, mm -hmm. when everything at at some point was a reason to to uh, call somebody out, it it does seem like now is the time you can call somebody out the next day, and it shouldn't yes. be a problem, right? Yeah, so, because my thing point. is, if I get sexually assaulted, I need an immediate rape kit. Well, I'm gonna call like, the police. I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. I don't care if it's at work, at home, I don't care if I rape me. I'm calling the police, <laughs> okay? That's just how, that's just how I look at it. So I just, and I, I get it, I get it. You know, being sexually assaulted is traumatizing. People deal with it in different ways. But you do a discredit to yourself almost when you do it this way. And I'm not not trying to sympathize. I'm just being black and white about it, okay? This is just how I see it. Now, I'm going to take away the emotional part with it because I just believe Shangela. <laughs> I just do. I, I, I just See, and that's, that's the other thing. Like, people will side with the celebrity because they like them or they follow them, or they think they're kind of, you know, closer to them. And they'll just blindly say, yeah, I, I believe that person. There's no way that person could do that. Well. I mean, Marvel, our little Chewini dog, is about the same size as Shangela. <laughs> yeah, but I bet he could rape somebody if he really tried. He ain't never tried. He ain't <laughs> never tried. So, I mean, I'm really hoping that this all works out. But then, let's say that it's not true. Her career could possibly be completely ruined. You know, we say that. 
and nowadays it doesn't seem to matter anymore. I mean, R. But, Kelly was still selling records. Yes. And there are people who still say that they would go see him in concert if he got okay. out. Okay. Now, now here's where we race theory plays a part. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Here we CRT. Go. A little bit of race theory here. <laughs> if it sound good, if it look good, if it tastes good, is good. Black people will forgive. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's so if it's music, if it sounds good, and if we can eat it and it tastes good, <laughs> we can be very very fucking forgiving. Okay, so here's the difference with that is that R. Kelly's audience was predominantly black. Yeah. Unfortunately for Shangela, not the even case. though she is black, the majority of her audience is white. Right. And so if it ain't white, it ain't right. <laughs> so, I, love, I love your race theories. No, I mean, I am very brutally honest about race relations, race theories. I just believe in being brutally honest about it. Just like this next, these next people we're going to talk about, this is white people shit. <laughs> Kimberly Zolciak Beerman, I'm too good to be with the blacker on the Real House of Atlanta anymore. Cause I'm so rich. I have my dream home. I don't need people. One of $1.1 million to the IRS. Back taxes. Uh, Back taxes. I want to say it's from years 2013, 17, and 18. Wow. Okay. Don't they send you letters? Like when you owe them? Um, pretty much everybody knows they have to file taxes every year. So what makes a people a person say, This is what I'll get. So you didn't pay in two thousand thirteen, but you paid fourteen, fifteen, and six and then seventeen came around and said, Let's just we going we're not gonna pay it again, we're gonna wait. What 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 makes you do that? I think do you go to the cheaper money. years? Like you <laughs> like the years that are a little bit cheaper, you pay those and just I don't know, man. I I guess when you owe big money like that and you don't have it, yeah, you just there's no option. You, you're not going to pay it, so just skip and hope they don't catch you. And then, but the IRS always they, catch people. They will catch you catch before you. you go into the ground and say, "But you still owe us a little bit of money." That's right. Now your family got to pay your shit. Yes, you right. know. So I I don't. But here's here's my thing, is that. And, and this is something my people unfortunately do. But Kim got a little black in her somewhere down. We've always said that. You're still spending money and being what some people call nigga rich. You're pretending <laughs> that you got all this money and you only got a little, little, little bit. And you're all on social media flaunting about your Versace t-shirt, your Gucci's, and, you know, this, 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 and that. Which we've known for a while now that Kim and Croy have been in, you know, a b very bad financial situation. They have owed Amex. Their houses almost got foreclosed on twice. This is how I, this is why I say it's good to be white in America. Because ain't no way on God's green earth no bank is gonna let two black people <laughs> who are facing foreclosure not get their house foreclosed on not once but twice mm. that is not that that is unreal to me there's never I mean when I say foreclosed like their house their house was on the auction block yeah and then yeah. like a week before all of a sudden some miracle happened that no yeah. one is privy to and they get to keep their home I'm sure it was a like a probably a, a refinance or or like a like maybe they had some assets that they put as they added as collateral and that kind of stayed them you know stayed off the uh, foreclosure for a bit. 
But I guess they that's what they did. But I mean, when you're playing with the IRS, you ain't playing. You look up and your whole your house will be gone. Like, no, not <laughs> so completely. They just destroyed it. It's down. It's theirs. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. They take it, turn it into a turn it into a uh, IRS office. Yes, they <laughs> can do shit like that. You know why? Because they're the government. Yeah. So, you know, we found this information out and literally within hours, there is a major announcement that Kim filed for divorce from Corey Bierman, which to me, I was like, damn, I was betting money that Corey was going to divorce her fucking hairless ass, <laughs> but she did it. But now here has been a day later. We found out that he really did file for divorce first. Oh, he did. It was kind of like those, those things where they were trying to see who could file first. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of theories behind this. Some people are saying that it's a scam. They're saying they're divorcing that way one of the financial debts would be on one of them mm. and the other one can still work and try to rebuild okay. without that money being affected, okay? So there's a theory, which I'm like, okay, that's... If that were us, that would be something that I think... I know you wouldn't suggest at all. No, You'd be like, we just going to be pulled together in the ground. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. Nope, I don't like broke. Nope, 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 nope. Broke is a joke. No, not doing that. Um, that is something that I would put on the table, and it would make a lot of sense. So everyone's like, this is another one of their scams, because, you know, Kim lives to scam people out of their money, all right? But then we find out that, you know, Croy filed first, and he's asking for sole custody of their four little kids. Ooh. Yeah, so they've got KJ, Cash, Kaya. I don't even remember the other little boy name. Kluger, Kluger with a K. Kluger. Okay. What is that? Now that's going to bother me. I cannot remember his name. It's Kaya and Kane. Kane Beerman. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. And then, of course, Kim's got her two grown little monkeys running around acting like they rich and they not either. They just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're talent, talentless. They just don't do anything but get lip injections. Right. That's lip, yeah. all I see that they do. Yep. So he's asking for sole custody of them. She has asked for, originally it says she wanted joint custody of them, basically the normal formalities of, you know, a yeah. child custody agreement. Yep. She asked for spousal support and also child support. But then all of a sudden, Croy came out with this, and he's asking for child support from her. Oh, yeah. This is going to get ugly. This is going to be ugly. So now she's changed it to now she wants sole custody of the kids with him only having visitations. See, now it's a fight. Now it's a. Well, hold on. Oh, more. There's more. Ooh. They are both currently still living in their Georgia house. And Coral is saying he wants her to immediately vacate the home. Ooh. So unless these uh, these motherfuckers have been taking some very massive acting classes, <laughs> some of this may be actually true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know, but man, look at karma work. That is nothing but God and karma right there, <laughs> working together as a team. Because if one motherfucker really needed to hit rock bottom, it was Kim Zosiak. I agree. Yes, you know, she just, it's one thing to have, but it's one thing to always show showcase it. Yeah. Like, you can be rich without telling everybody you have Versace Donnie wear. Some of the richest people I've ever met you would never know they had a penny. Not more, a penny more to their More than the guy next to them. Yeah. most. Yeah. And, okay, nah, I'm lying. I was going to say that's how it would be if I got rich, but no, I'd be like him. No, you'd I'd be Kim. I'd totally be You would totally be Kim. Yes. Are you kidding? I would be that, yeah, we would be broke, 
soon afterwards, unless we had like a hardcore financial, not even advisor, like principal. We like need, we need, we need a principal. We need a money Nazi. Yes. We need somebody who just will control us with, yes. if we had money. Yes. Oh God, we'd be terrible. I think the best thing, I think we've mentioned this before, it would be for you not to tell me all the money that we won. Like if we won the lotto, like let's say we won twenty five million, hide, so. you'd be like, oh baby, we only got five million. I'd be happy with that, and you know we got a whole extra twenty because you know I'm fixing to blow through that five million <laughs> quick in part of the first year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know some people are like, do we feel sad? You know they got these four little kids involved in all of this. Where are they gonna live? I think Kim finally sold, you know, that townhouse that Big Papa got her. But then now people are coming out and saying that she never really owned it. It was, there's just all kinds of, sh rich people are fucking shady, especially reality TV star rich people. Way shady. They are way fucking shady. And they act like they're not going to get caught. It's like, bitch, did you just see what Teresa went through? Did you just see what Mimi went through? Like, what? Really? I don't get it. And then they know they're being watched. Well, they count on being watched. That, that's because well, they get money from being watched. Well, they get money from being watched, but also if you're always in the public eye, you think after a while because you've you've swerved people a couple times, you've put out a narrative a mm -hmm. couple times, it kind of saved your ass. You think you always can because everybody who's hired to do that for you always tells you you can. It seems like. I guess. I mean, I hope one day I'm rich enough to be able to give you a solidified answer to let you really know how it is. <laughs> give me the chance, God. Just give me the chance, please. Um, it's just, it's a weird situation because to me personally, I always thought Crow was gay. <laughs> um, I was talking to someone, I, two people actually messaged me and said he should just start an OnlyFans and he'd be back a millionaire. And I'm like, he should do a gay OnlyFans because I think that <laughs> booty hole has welcomed dick before. Ooh. I really, really think he's gay. Wow. Yeah, and I think your, Kim has I mean, been his beard. Just what do you think that from the very from the episode where they were going to the charity dancing thing that Sheree was horrible in, and Crow was met. there where they first met. I'm like, he's gay. <laughs> like, is anyone else watching him? Is no one else's gator on 100? I cannot be the only person who sees this. And ever since then, I'm like, that boy is gay. He just don't know it, but I know he is. He's gay. <laughs> Watch it. I tell you what, in 10 years' time, it's going to come out that Croy Beerman is gay. Gay? Okay. I think so. And I think Kim has just been his... What 27-year-old man wants to marry a damn near 40-something, 40 40-year-old 40 woman who has been, <clears throat> got two different baby daddies, was openly sleeping with a married man and spending all his money and who wear a goddamn wig every day and she ain't black. That is a red flag after red flag in the shape of a heart to me. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm just saying. There was a lot of red flags. I'm sorry. And then someone who, see, this is karma again. For you people who watch Tardy to the Party and Real Housewives of Atlanta, remember the wedding? You remember how she kicked her mom and them out that wedding? I do. She has security escort her parents. Do you know my mama would have beat the hell out of me if I tried to kick her out of anything? Through the security. Through the security. And then told us we still missing to cut this cake. Come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
and it would still be busting around. Come on, y'all. Y'all know these cater people. They got to go home. This is me imitating my mom. They've been here all day. Come on. Mile and them. Y'all, come on. Come on. Style up. Come on. Come on. Come on. We're going to take this. Okay. She kicked me out. This is my wedding, too. I ain't going nowhere. I wish she would. Yeah, that is how black people handle things. This is why we don't call police. We just handle it within ourselves. We don't call fucking security to come make our mothers leave our own weddings. Yeah. We would have been leaving there black and blue. Because I'm like the hell out of both of us. Oh, yeah. And you, too. Oh, she'd be beating me even if I disagreed with you. Yes, yes, yes. It wouldn't yes, matter because yes. I was there. Yeah, but it's if you go down, if you go back through your Kim's Donciac, that's the blur down, low down, dirty monkey with a wig on and the words of Nene Leaks. If you go through your roller, that she's got a done a lot of fucked up shit. She really has. Like yeah. you've been watching because you you've had a I did a, a rewatch Housewives on Marathon, and then you've had Don't be Don't be Tardy on. Uh huh. Yeah, there was. I was catching myself watching, going, God, I can't stand Kim. Yeah, she's, she's just a, terrible. A, Batch of awfulness. The way she treated her assistant all the time. Sweetie! Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, one day James was saying, he's like, well, do you really think that Kim treats Sweetie like a slave? I said, any bitch that's bitching me up and down, calling me a dumbass, is most definitely trying to treat me like a slave, and I'm not one. So the answer is yes. And sweetie got sick of that shit too and fucking left her alone. She doesn't keep friends. Doesn't seem to. She doesn't say she can't keep friends because she thinks she's better than everybody else. Yeah. I don't know. Um, or in the words of Lanita Leakes, maybe her wig is squeezing her brain too tight. <laughs> I don't know. But when we get back from this uh, break, we're going to talk about Queen Charlotte, Nick Cannon, and a love after lockup relationship update. <laughs> Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I want to remind you guys to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are enjoying the podcast, leave us a five-star review on Apple Music. I sounded so professional. You did. You know why I sound more professional? Because you're a professional? <laughs> no, because it's nighttime and there's people sleep. So I'm really trying to keep all that hood <laughs> down a little bit. Because, you know, we get kind of loud. So I'm trying to keep it like a nighttime radio DJ voice. I don't know if you know that joke. It's the quiet star on Magic 1 and 2 <laughs> FM. <laughs> you could do that. You could totally pull that off. To uh, my regular voice kick in. <laughs> she goes out the window like, that ain't sexy. Ain't no quiet storm. That's a thunderstorm. See, it's funny though. You could go from the quiet storm at night and then yeah. jump over to like the hip hop station in the morning. Why well, gotta be hip hop? Because you're black. Okay, so see, this is a situation where <laughs> I, I can say that. You cannot. I'm just telling the truth. Because it's racist when you say to, it. To call a black woman black? No, to say that I should be on the hip-hop station instead of the pop culture station. I said you could. You have the kind of voice. You could flip-flop if you wanted to. Turn your mic off. All right. So here's a big shocker. So this happened a few days ago. Um, I guess Monique from Life After Lockup. Actually, <laughs> I had to think of which one. Actually, they've been on all three. They've been on Love During Lockup, Love After Lockup, right? No, they've not been on During. They've been Love and Life. I didn't see them. Oh, on, you're right. On, you're at, yeah. For once, you are actually correct. Hey. Yes, you are right. All right. So we have been watching these fucking two mongrels. I tell you what, it is literally like watching a fucking black ass Sasquatch. And what was the little troll from Labyrinth? 
What was his name? <laughs> they used to kill the fairies with that little that poison. What was his name? Bogo or Bolo? I don't know. Something like that. It is like watching them go hand in hand, just being stupid together. The troll from Labyrinth. Yeah, the troll where she meet when she get right to the Labyrinth. The one who fuck her up and make her go the wrong way. Yes. Harry and the Hendersons, who was a part of the Jim Henson creation station. Harry and the Hendersons meet Labyrinth. Yes, yes, it is. That is what it fucking looks like to me. So this boy has been. I mean. He was out of prison four days and cheated on this girl with 10 other women while she was in town. But you know what? You can do that when you have a fat partner because they're not going to get up and look for you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. There's no way a healthy woman, good physical strength, okay, and high self-esteem will let some broke Negro Straight out of prison. He probably don't even have his social new social security card. Like he don't even probably have a copy of it. He probably waiting. He probably don't even know how to go to the social security office to get a new one. Doesn't have a driver's license. Doesn't have a driver's license or anything like that. How the fuck do you let them fuck you up in the head? (laughs) Ain't you bigger than them? Ain't you got anything? I'm like, like, well, boy, if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down before I fuck you up, Bernie Mac style. But she just lets them continuously punk her, just in case. She was in Cleveland visiting him once again. You know why? Because he's on parole and can't leave the state. Like, somebody that can't leave the state cannot tell me what to do. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Somebody who's been to prison can't tell you what to do. Well, no. Sorry. No one can tell you what to do. I mean, that's fact. Some broke-ass... Do- now, see, if you yeah. come out and you the kingpin, I can rock with you. We're going to be a power couple, okay? I'm going to show you how to move this money around a little lot better way than what you were doing the previous time. But where your stash? Because I need to get my hands on that cash, that extra cash. I know you got some. But some little broke one that's four foot eleven, not going to be cheating on me and bossing me around and calling me Neek and Big Mama. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. So... Apparently this week, as soon as she leaves Cleveland from visiting him and she goes back to Chicago, she sees that he's all booed up with some girl, take a picture of it, and it's being posted up. So she's like, this man right here, the same man that's been dicking you down raw while he's been dicking down other people in Cleveland? In Cleveland. In Cleveland. <laughs> it, I mean, I could see if it was in Beverly Hills, but this Not in Cleveland. Paris. Not in Venice. Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> Not Cleveland Brown. Cleveland. <laughs> well, she's saying, folks, in anywhere near Cleveland, has she got some nasty ass women in Cleveland? I'm not. You not gonna <laughs> be treat me like I'm some bobbleheaded bitch out here in these streets, and you four thirteen. I cannot do that. I cannot. I, we cannot. And you little. And then, as we discover towards the end of life after look, if this motherfucker don't even have no tattoos on him, you really can't tell me what. First of all, get out that chair while you're trying to talk to me. <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> Say it with a chest. <laughs> you don't even have any ink work on you. You're not hard at all. And light-skinned and kind of pale. And then light-skinned. And he <laughs> real light-skinned. <laughs> I never really discovered the level of his sunshine body until he put on that apron on that one episode. I said, this boy has a body of a 12-year-old virgin. Like, this is just pure. He has no blemish. I mean, actually, he should be doing Neutrogena commercials. <laughs> his skin is quite excellent. Darren, well, what's your your what? What, what, y'all, what kind of concussion y'all was using on your skin in prison? I want some. I want to look like, I mean, he has beautiful skin. 
we we now have the name of this episode. Okay, it's what is it? Sunshine body. That's the, I mean, it's just bright. <laughs> that Negro is bright. The white in his family line is kind of nearish. <laughs> he is really. I was like, that looks like a little croissant, unbaked, but a croissant. <laughs> Like an I mean, it's his his skin's so smooth. It really is. Like I'm he don't like, look do like. Do you use sugar like, scrub? What 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 is it? Like he looks like like you know like you said like smooth and untouched and kind of boyish. I, I he may have had a harder time in prison than we think. I mean, unless he was sucking dick, he was having a real good, a profitable time in prison. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I don't know, but yeah, he's cheated on her again. Now, how many times do you think a person can cheat on someone till you just figure out this is how the relationship going to be if I stay? <laughs> They're not going to change. I mean, probably. Three, what would, three what times. would, how many? Let's say, let's say, let's say three is the maximum upper limit of someone who's been a repeat cheater. Three, and you begin caught each time. Wait, so cheating doesn't count unless you get caught? No, 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 no. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. the, the thing was how many before you realize a person is never going to change? I think three times caught every time okay. is enough evidence to say that this person will never not cheat. Well, okay. Well, they was only had met for four days and he had cheated with 10 different people. Well, she should have so. learned in about four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, bitch, he taught you the lesson has been taught. You just not, you know, comprehending it. He he's a cheater. But I mean, but you always say, and I think you're right. These guys that come out of prison, man, they need their time to like, yes, you know, sow their seed, if you will. I'm not about to be with a man straight out of prison. Why? One. Why? But, and like, but like, okay, <laughs> let's say you went to prison. Okay, yeah. then we'd be together when you got out. Well, yeah, of course. And yeah, let's sure. try to find somebody else who got a whole bunch of bags. And I just cannot resist. Damn. You know, I just send you the little divorce papers while you're in prison. Mm. Tell them to put you on suicide watch for a little bit. Damn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so, so someone well, who's not, married, someone who's married and they come out and they're immediately back with their partner yeah, yeah, versus yeah. someone who went in single. Yeah. And young. And very young. Yep. Why do you think they supposed to come out acting a fucking fool? Yeah. I mean, then they're on parole. Like, what do you think? that They have been locked up with men. Now, unless you went in there liking men already, you had a tough time. Right. You need to come out and, I mean, I hate you to sound get it so. Out of you got to get, you got to get accustomed to freedom. You got to do a whole bunch of pumping and dumping. That's all I'm saying. Let them <laughs> pump and let them dump. Because what I mean by that is get your fuck on, but don't bring home no babies. <laughs> well, every, I mean, every single one of them on this show at some point says, man, I feel like I'm in prison again. Cause just, yeah, you just are. Because, yeah, just because they got somebody who's like, they're supposed to be faithful to and listen to. Yeah. The fact that you're even believing someone who's straight out of prison for selling drugs. Okay. That just makes no sense to me at all. I'd be like, I'm not going to fuck with you. Fuck with you for like a year. Do what you got to do, especially get a job. That is number one priority is get you a job or you get some of that cash from that stash. Then we can talk, but they need to be free. It's almost unfair. 
It really is. It is like it is having a caged animal, and you open up the cage. What are they fucking going to do? They're going to run around they pissing run and shitting off. and humping everything. That is, and yeah. that is exactly what these dudes do. Yep. You know, I commend them for trying, I guess, but I, I, I fought the free person more, and it's usually a woman. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm just like, mm, do y'all know what men are made of, and you're trying to tame a wild bull Fresh from the farm, or where the fuck you keep a bull yeah. at? Like, real, have you not seen eight seconds to see what wild bulls do when they come out the <laughs> gate? They kill people, they destroy things, they knock over things. And this girl just keep and she look, we all watched her as he engaged her at a ice skating rink. Okay, that right there alone, you got this big ass girl, and Monique is tall. So, when I say big, I'm including height. She's big all over. Yes, she is. She got on a skin-tight black dress that's above the knees or ham hocks, whatever you want to call them today. All right? Above the hock. Above okay. the hock. Because I've been, I've been ham hocks knee size myself, okay? I didn't dress like she did when I was. But uh, this shit on knee-high boots, okay? And neither one of them knows how to ice skate. To me, you taking me to an ice rink, that means two things. It's going to mean overall you done with me because you want me to fall on my motherfucking face. You want one of these little badass kids to roll over and cut my fingers off. I just feel like ice skating rink is somewhere for like black people to break up. Going out there for fun and sports, we leave that to the whites. They've got that on lockdown. We let them do that. We stay on the track and fields, okay? <laughs> All right, so there's your public service announcement. Black, uh, this is race theory 102, okay? This black is, couples avoid the ice skating rink. Let me ask you a question. Every time that, let's say, I'm assuming you're white, you've been in an ice skating rink before. I know I have, and I know who I saw, but I'm going to just hold on. Anytime you have seen a TV show and there's an ice rink, do you see black couples? Do you see a whole bunch of, bunch of baby kids rolling around on the ice? No. No, because we be out there doing everything but ice skating, playing dice. <laughs> watch that. Ooh, watch that slide. Ooh, ooh this bit slide. Just let it slide. Look how it's glimmer when I slide like that. Nigga, give me my money. <laughs> That's kind of stuff we don't go. We be trying to make snow cones out the ice, start up a shaved ice business from the snow that's coming from the ice rink. That's the kind of stuff we do. We don't go out there to get engaged. Y'all try to carjack the Zamboni? Possibly. You just <laughs> know. Isn't there, isn't there a, a new reality show that's about a, a black ice skating squad? It is. It's about to come on. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but it's going to be on WeTV. And oh, I can't remember if it's going to be. Oh, yeah, fuck it. it was either going to be on WeTV or BET. Pick. Or all okay. black. All black is part of WeTV. <laughs> it is all part of the Matt Sharp Production Company. So, yeah, it's going to be about little girls, little black ice skaters and their coach. So I'm thinking bring it, but on ice. And that could be good. Oh, well, you know I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the worse the TV show seems, the worse the concept, the more I want to watch and be a fan and want to follow you guys on Instagram and buy your t-shirts and be a real supporter. But, um, Reach out for interviews, everything. Yeah, all that good stuff. So, you know, Monique, uh, just... Just stop. Just stop. 
Just stop. There are plenty of other broke short men, short men in the sea, and they come in a variety of colors. You don't even have to stick with him at all. And there are men who would love, love her. Monique. Love her. Yes. I mean, there's a difference between being plus size and frumpy. Right. Huge difference. And she's not frumpy at all. No. I mean, she's very prideful in her shape. She dresses very well. I was like, damn, when I was that big, I ain't couldn't find nothing cute. I was wearing moo's and shit. But she got <laughs> skin-tight dresses on, knee-high boots. I couldn't even find no knee-high boots that would fit over my fat-ass calves. And this bitch got on one in every scene. Different pairs. She may have had to have him, like, cut the sides a little bit. Well, why didn't then nobody tell me? Uh, anyway, so, now Nick Cannon is making an ass of himself like he most often does. He is saying that some of his exes, notice he ain't say no names. That means you're scared. None of his exes, this is probably the black one, uh, none of, all of his exes are trying to make him out to be a villain. Now this comes on and people are speculating it's because, remember when he did that radio show interview and someone said, can you name all 12 of your kids? Yeah. And he named 11 of them. Which, to me, that's pretty fucking good because really I have good. one kid and I go through every animal, adult <laughs> person, then look her dad in her eye and say, what is your fucking name again? <laughs> so for me, for him to remember even, for him to have remembered even three of them was a big thing to me. But it didn't help that the one kid that he forgot was the only one that's full black. That's why you fucked up, Nick. You should have forgot what Moroccan Mar 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 is. Moroccan and Monroe. But he couldn't, because can you believe how what Mariah Carey would have done if he had forgotten those two? Oof. Which I guess he couldn't, because those are those are the older ones, and he was right. married to their mom. But it's the little chocolate drop, little Onyx Ice. Onyx? It's like Onyx is her name. So she's named after a, a black rock, and he yeah. couldn't remember Onyx. I mean, Man. he could have just, that, I would have been like, what's the one that's named Black? Well, her name go with Black. Is, black, is it Black Snow? What? What is a rock? Is a mineral? I don't know. <laughs> Animal, the black, mineral, She would have done better if you would have said, I can't remember her name. It's not because she's blackered. But that little black one over there, it, her too. She in the car. I can't remember. I can't. I just can't do it. The lupus is getting on me. I can't remember her name. <laughs> it didn't help that that was the one of all of the kids to fucking forget. You forget that one. Not mm. a good look. Not, not a good look. It's just, it. it is racism within racism. It is a black on black crime. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever been accused by any of his exes about like dodging child support or any of the stuff? That so they don't do celebrity? child support. Huh? He comes with, he gets an arrangement with each one of them. There's no legal documentation or anything like that for child support. Wow. Why are you looking shocked when these bitches are volunteering themselves to have children with him? What? They are volunteering to have children with him, knowing that he has all these children. Volunteering? Yeah. Some of them like, I want to have a baby with you. I want you. Nick Cannon's baby. Yes. I did not know that. Yes. Wow. This is not like they don't know about each other. They all know about each other. So someone said, you know, people have said there's no way you can be a good dad to 12 kids. Shit, I can't be a good parent to one. <laughs> And you asking him to fucking be a celebrity, be on Wild and Out, and what a, what's what's all his oh, other America's shows? Got talent. America's Got Talent, smiling up there, taking Terry Crews's place. I think he has a lot to do. Plus, he got Lucas. That's a lot, man. But I mean, of, but he's one of those like, uh, yeah, we're supposed to populate the earth, kind of like we're supposed to like fill the earth with people, right? Yeah, and so some people. 
their theory is since he has lupus and lupus affects his kidneys, that he is breeding kidneys. <laughs> I'm like, damn. He's I breeding mean, his own stock. I'm like, I mean, can we let him go into kidney failure first before we just start assuming he's breeding kidneys? I mean, and there also is like a donor list you can get on as well. Yeah, but, what, but what a great idea. But you got to pay for those little motherfuckers, though. Well, yeah, but if it means you get a heart or a lung or a kidney. How about it. this? You didn't have 12 kids in the hopes that one of them can give you a kidney and you don't even go into full kidney failure. You never even need another kidney. And you got to pay for these little mongrels for the rest of their lives. But you're prepared. But you prepared. <laughs> now, y'all think he can't remember his kids' names. Wait till he fucking start having grandkids. Ooh. He's really, they're going to have numbers. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. So, uh, people are saying that he can't be a good dad. Like, no. You can't be a good dad. No, you can't. We have motherfuckers around here that got two kids and can't be a good dad. They just You can't There's spread no enough way. of your attention to 12 kids. If they don't, like, if it's not one of those, like, uh, D'Amico's where it's, you know, where it's like uh, 15 people all in one house. There's no way. You can't do it if you, you don't live together. There's no way. I mean, look how just, look how many couples you know who have, like, three kids and they say how hard it is just to have, oh, yeah. you know, a career you know, your parents, and I mean, you, how do you even keep up with fucking recitals when you have 12 kids? You, you can't. You it's can't. You can't. You can't. You're going to miss out on a lot. So people were saying like, you know, where do you stay at at nighttime? He's like. <laughs> In a fucking incubation chamber. <laughs> he said, he stays with the family whose mom calls him that day. That is. <laughs> if it wasn't Nick Cannon, I think he was joking. But I believe I don't it. I think that's shit, that's how I would do it. Your bitch ass mama ain't coming today. I ain't coming to see you tonight. Sorry. <laughs> Catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna see daddy? Tell your whole ass mama I said to fucking call or text me and I might come see y'all. And I might bring a check. You know what I mean? I'll be calling every day. What you doing, Nick? <laughs> Nick, what you oh, okay. You gonna, oh, okay, you gonna stay here tonight? Okay, okay. Not with them other bitches? Oh, okay. You calling okay. at 4 a.m. Nick, what you, you sleep? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you sleep. It's this, it's this 4.30 over here. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, 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 you sleep? Oh, you're right here. All right, I'm calling you now. He would be staying with me every night until he got on my nerves. Then I'd be like, I ain't calling him today. I don't feel like fucking with your daddy and all them corny ass jokes and shit. Remember when he tried to be a rapper? You don't know about your daddy when he tried to be a rapper, do you? You don't know about Drumline. Come here, I'm fixing to show you, show you what your, how your daddy really started. He was on Nickelodeon. He didn't even know he was on Splat, the Splat channel. It's <laughs> your daddy on Splat. Yes, poor Nick Cannon. I kind of feel bad for him. Just just like a little bit because it's like you did this to yourself. Completely. Ain't no way on no planet, even if I use somebody else's uterus, am I having 12 fucking kids? That's fine. I got 12. Well, 11 of y'all got to stay somewhere else because only one is coming up in here. What the fuck do you even drive? Um, Like... I mean, that's oh. more kids than K plus eight has, and they yeah. were in a fucking van. So, well, what was that uh, with the the Dericos or the Demonico? The, that Dericos, Dericos, the Dericos. What did they do? Didn't they have like a super stretch like I, cargo van? 
I think so. Yeah, I think I you're think right. I think it's like a custom or like a it's it's a cargo van. Well, it would have to be custom because yeah. people are not supposed to have twelve children. And I get it. You just you have to buy a charter bus. Yeah, that's for like uh, school act after school activities. Yeah. Like that's the kind of situation <laughs> exactly. where you take a team. Right. He needs one of those. I'm I'm sorry. That's just a little bit. Too many too, it's just it's just too many too kids. Many kids. I don't even want to. I don't even want to know twelve people. I just it's I too talk much. To twelve different people a, uh, a week. I guarantee you. And I'm not about to start off talking to twelve of my own kids. Mm, Ooh, mm. Not and just talking to them, having to deal with their problems. Yeah. Keeping them out of shit. Yeah. Keeping them all straight. Yeah, my kids would I mean, be like the fucking worst kids because I'd be high in the morning. They talk about he'll sign this piece of paper <laughs> and I just sign a shit. Don't see that as an if your kid has been expelled from fucking school. You'd have one kid that was good and 11 that were terrible. Because like, there'd be one that was like special. Yeah, it'd be the and first one. And get all the attention. You all the other ones were all mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking other ones was? I got caught up. <laughs> You would have caught up. The rest of them would have been, it was a means. <laughs> That's a reality show I want to see. I, Keisha and the caught ups. I just couldn't. I'd be like, bitch, how you get caught up with Nick Cannon? Did he get that thing off his lip removed? Because you know there was a picture of him with a, a pinto bean on the side of his mouth. <laughs> Nick, you're not supposed to come see your kids, so you get whatever ointment and steroids that you need to get that pinto bean off the side of your fucking... Quit taking pictures and doing interviews with that pinto bean. The uncooked one. That yours look undercooked, pinto bean. That one that wouldn't cook. That one hard one. That's that was, one hard one that's in the pot that just said, I'm not going to go down like this. I'm not. No. No, 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 the no. The one no. that keeps floating on top. It will never go down. It just, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> y'all, look, don't talk to, don't give y'all daddy no kiss. Please don't give y'all daddy a kiss. Just, don't come to my house with no bum bum. You couldn't come to my house with a bum, a bum, what is it called? What did Kevin Hart call it? A bum bump. A bum bump on your lip. You will not make it through the front door. Jesus lives in here and not letting that demon in. <laughs> Satan, we rebuke thee. <laughs> I'm gonna squirt some Windex on your lip. Uh, it, it, it make it better. Put Windex on it. Windex. Man, I tell you what, I'm hard on a person, but you come with a have deformity in front of me. You asking for all this smoke because you finna to get it too. I'm gonna blow it right on that pinto bean and see if it go ahead and finish cooking. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. Throw Just a piece of cornbread at your face. Something like that. Like you here for dinner? We already ate. <laughs> Pinto bean was not on the menu. Just, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I was going to talk about Queen Charlotte, but I don't know if I want to now. Okay. I think I just want to say I got schooled on Queen Charlotte the other day. Did you really? Yeah, it made me think about a lot of things. Made me think about a lot of things, James. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Ooh. Well, maybe tell a little bit. Uh, okay, so y'all know I come from your cat just scratched my foot. Oh. So if y'all hear, I whooped his There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he did me out right on cue. I come from, my daddy taught me about the one drop rule. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what you white people told us. You told us <laughs> colors. If, if anybody had a drop, a pin drop of black blood in them, they were what? 
Black. Black. And that is how my dad has always taught me how to be. Okay? However, this lady on TikTok, ooh, she took us to church the other day. She really did. Now, Queen Charlotte, it is a must-see. It is so good. I watched the first Bridgerton, and it was excellent. I cannot get into season two, but Queen Charlotte's story is phenomenal. All right. So, producer James and I have had several conversations about this, and anyone who talks about Queen Charlotte, history has told us that apparently she was mulatto, okay? Um, James and I actually got into a little tizzy because he was trying to come in my face with wrong information. So I had to bark in his face with the right information. He was trying to say Charlotte was white, Charlotte was white. He goes, look at all the pictures painted of her. I said, yeah, squirt, swerve, park, 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 hard park. <laughs> I said, it has been historically proven that the painters who did paint her were told to make her look more European. And I said, there was one artist who refused to do that. And those are the paintings that we see where she does look like she comes from some kind of black ancestry. Okay. So I'm claiming, I'm like, she one of us. That's my cousin in Europe. You know, when I go through like, I related to Queen Charlotte. My mama even named Charlotte. She was named after Queen Charlotte. <laughs> but this black lady, oh man, she schooled the fuck out of every black person trying to claim Queen Charlotte. She went down and she, she now, I'm going to say she went down and re-educated herself, but the bitch really could have been making the shit up. Let me see what you think. Okay. okay. So she said, why are we so desperate to see our blackness and whiteness? I was like, girl, what your dark skin ass talking about today? Don't be jealous of the light skins now. Hold on. She says that if Queen Charlotte did have black ancestry in her, it was a 500-year gap from her black relative to when she became, to when she was born. Okay? Okay. So the lady's point is that they had fucked the black out of, <laughs> out of the family tree by the time they got to Charlotte. Okay. And her point, this is, but this is where she got me. And I was like, wow. Okay. She goes, why do we have to try to take so much claim of Queen Charlotte? Because I don't have to do that. Because I have Queen Nefertiti. She started naming these actual black queens. Oh, yeah. So she goes, I don't need for you to tell me Mozart was black. She goes, because I have, what's that new movie with that black kid? There was a violinist that's about to come out who was doing Mozart time. Oh, I can't remember. Shibuya Lante or some shit like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't need for you to tell me that Shakespeare was black because he wore an earring in his ear. And black people really thought that because he had a little hoop earring we just knew he was one of us she goes i have alexander dumas yep. and i was like damn she goes wrote three musketeers yeah she goes why do i have to try to put my blackness onto someone who's clearly white when we have black people that we can be praising she goes i don't need for you to tell me babe ruth had black blood she goes because i had hank williams hank, hank aaron, hank aaron yeah, and hank aaron. what's the other black one aaron smith you know more about black sports stuff than i do it was another one there's many. There's many. She goes, many. I have them. She goes, so stop trying to see our blackness in whiteness. She goes, we have a bad habit of doing that instead of actually praising what we do have. I was like, God damn, sis, you ain't have to do it like that. Damn. We still <laughs> trying to waltz and twerk and shit from Queen Will to Queen Charlotte High. And she just brought, she said, I'm just going to educate all you blackers. Come sit down. You right here. Keisha, you come sit in the front because I heard you talk. 
I want you to sit in the front. I want you to take notes, okay? Because I'm watching you. I heard how you talk on your show. And gave us a real history lesson. Yeah. I felt so, I felt this small. I, mean, I really a, did. It's a it's a good point. It was know? an excellent I mean, point. You know, like it's almost like if I inject blackness into this thing, like somehow, I I don't know if I own it more or if, or if I'm tied to it more. But why? Why would why try to tie yourself to to you know try to find a place to be like that? I don't know. Because I think black people we've tried to always have to make a way in. Yeah. And then the closer we got to whiteness, they told us it was better, betterment of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's what it is. But dang, I wish I could have, you know, a good podcaster would have probably remembered the pod, the TikToker who. <laughs> <laughs> well, see if you can find it, like repost it or put it in I your think story I, or something. I think I sent it to one of my friends. Mm. So I may, because I don't know a lot about TikTok. So I may be able to go back to messages and get that. Maybe so. Maybe. I don't know about no TikToks. I don't know. Y'all know we don't be ticking the talks. I just go mm -hmm. on there to watch black kids dance and make a fool of themselves <laughs> and, you know, set us back several fucking generations and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I was really like, that really made me just stop. And I was yeah. like, here I was. I judged this dark-skinned girl thinking she was just ye jealous of how yellow because her ass is dark. And she really has some good points. Yeah. She really did. Good point. Uh, speaking of good points, <laughs> when we get back, we're going to talk about Mama June and all her points. <laughs> Producer James and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. You know what? I got a message today and I want to get the person's name right. But guess where they are from? They are from Australia. It's Fifi. Hey, Fifi. She was asking me when our next episode is going to come out. She's from Australia and she's vacation. I, I, I love overseas people because they say, she says, I'm on holiday in Bali. And I'm like, ooh, fancy. She said holiday. She goes, and I'm going to listen to your show while sitting near the pool. Man, tell me I ain't almost rich. That's almost <laughs> rich shit right there. <laughs> but what is not rich shit is uh, the fact that Mama June is back on our televisions and I cannot be more happier about it. It is trash television gold. And James absolutely is disgusted by all of it. It's the definition of trash TV. Yeah, but I mean, we've been rolling. Television about trash. But these yo people, though. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, boy, yeah, boy yeah. that I wish I was anything else. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so this season, Mama June's back. She's got a new husband, and she's got pink hair. But she still ain't taking care of none of her kids. She's still walking around Earth like she has no children, no grandkids, no responsibilities or anything like that. So, you know, we start off the show. Alana's getting ready for school because this is her senior year. Pumpkin introduces her. Fuck, she trying to be like Nick Cannon with all the goddamn kids she got. She got four <laughs> kids under five and she's 22. She's she has. That is some trailer park. I only have a ninth grade education. And I'm lying about that. Yeah. That is some backwoods, this trailer trash kind of stuff. That's, ooh, I hope nobody from a trailer company or a trailer, <laughs> what, what do they call the trailer? Trailer park. You, ooh, don't come after me. Like, don't. Cause... Man, I don't know if that's your demographic. You know what? You're right. You're right. They see the word Keisha and they just keep scrolling. 
<laughs> Electra sound black. Scroll, scroll, yeah, scroll, scroll. I don't want any of that niggeration and holleration in this dancery today. Let me find that Kid Rock podcast. <laughs> right. Which I'm going to talk about Kid Rock one day. Because okay. he gets on my absolute last nerve. Okay? He really does. But anyway, back to Mama June. So, you know, Pumpkin is trying to get gather all the children, get them off to school. She's yelling at Alana, you know, come on, Alana, you're going to be late. And Alana's like, I don't know why you're upset. Draylon's picking me up anyway to take me to school. Here's problem number one for me. Why Draylon not going to school? <laughs> you just say he was picking y'all you up so y'all can y'all can go to school together. Cause even though he's like twenty two, he don't look like he graduated. I can just see where his pants too tight. How old is he? He's like twenty two. He's that much older. Yeah, he's Alana's, like twenty one or two. Sixteen. She's seventeen. She was sixteen last year. In the state of whatever state they're in, Tennessee, the legal Kentucky. age is sixteen. Go fucking figure. Oh, my God. Yeah, go fucking figure. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like, okay, he's not in school. He's not on his way to work. What? These when, these are traveling to work hours right here, and you're <laughs> dropping Alana off to school, and she had to wake you up for that. I have an issue with that. I also have issue with the boyfriend driving the girlfriend everywhere they go. Because yeah. to me, those drives lead to fucking in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, little Ella's getting ready to start kindergarten. Of course, she's late to school because Pumpkin just can't get her shit together. Then we cross over and we find out June didn't let the fucking state again without even telling her kids. All right. She's married the new guy. She had to get him his teeth first. All his teeth. Man, you talk about a set of veneers that do not fit the fucking mouth. Oh, all all you see are teeth. Like, can y'all shave them, buff them down, (laughs) polish them? Throw a little coffee stain on there because they are bright, like really, really bright. So, you know, apparently he got arrested for a probation violation. Huge shocker for Mama June's man. And uh, while he was in jail, she proposed to him. And when they got out, she married him up. She drug him to the courthouse and got married. And he's just saying that she's been having a lot of health problems. When is Mama June? That's what happens when you devote several years to meth. You have health (laughs) conditions later on in life. Okay, when you you not only did meth, you did crack as well. Yeah, I bet you do have a memory loss. You know, (laughs) when you cut your meth with crack. Yeah, (laughs) and then the bitch was already half fucking blind. I'm like, bitch, you can't even legally drive. You shouldn't be doing crack. Crack is whack. That's a whack idea, Mama June. Like, don't do that. So now she's having, you know, she's having memory loss. Um, What where the dizzy spells and. To me, I contribute that to drug abuse and being overweight. Probably. That's a deadly combination right there. But it's Mama June. It has to be something else. So he has to wind up taking her to the hospital. And he's kind of asking her, you know, do you want me to let the girls know? And she's like, well, they only call. I haven't talked to them since the judge. I told the judge. She has a claim. She told the judge, bitch, the judge told you you had to pay $800 a month in child support. She's like, I really haven't had to heard from the girl since then. Because part of paying child support, you still come see the child. Yeah, <laughs> like you, should be. You don't move out of state without telling said child that you moved out of state. So it's a boo-hoo, you know, I can't get my weight loss surgery redone. Bitch, you at breakfast, and I know I've seen grits with cheese, eggs, toast, Summer sausages, regular sausages, fried sausage, sausage links, sausage on a sausage on a stick, pancakes, 
waffles, then sweet tea, and you add sugar to the fucking sweet tea. Bitch, you probably diabetic. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about you need to see a neurologist. No, Jenny Craig is right around the corner. Go see her first. Just instant, it just angers me that she's like the way that she is. It angers you. It infuriates me. But I think it's funny and entertaining at the same time. You know what I mean? It's just so sad. Which part? All of it. I mean, well, I say this. Everything except for Pumpkin and Josh. Like, they're not sad. It's just that the way that she's treated her kids, the way that she's put everything second to her, is just disgusting. Disgusting to me. Well, you know, you and I always sing Pumpkin and Josh's, Josh's praises, but Pumpkin and Alana are fucking assholes oh, I agree. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Like, they are complete. They are yeah. they are ghetto. They're ghetto and white trash mixed together. Oh, and yeah. that is abomination. <laughs> <laughs> that is a trailer park fire. That is when the scene with Sigourney Reaver just takes that fucking fire torch and just burns all the eggs. <laughs> They scorch all of the motherfuckers. Let's just start anew on a whole new planet. So yeah, so she's she's dealing with her health conditions. Jessica has finally moved off of Pumpkin's couch. Yeah, I would too. You okay? You already have one kid. You popped out another baby. Now you're about to bring home two plus this brat that lives downstairs. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'll just go live in somebody else's couch. This, I mean, couches. I mean, there are a dime a dozen. I'm just going to go sleep on another one. I don't need this life. I'm not about this. No. So she's moved away. It's very clear and not a huge surprise that Pumpkin and Josh are having a lot of financial problems. Which is, this is what just frosts my cookies. He does what every fucking reality TV show dad does. They have a job. They start making money from reality TV and they quit their fucking jobs. No, boo boo, you don't do that. You keep working and you stack. This is this is extra, extra money. Income. Yeah, because I want to say, for example, Darcy and Stacy. I think for a season of their show, they get paid fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. That's, that's nothing. You can't nothing. live off of that. No, no, not not after taxes. No, and then I mean, granted, they do make a lot of their money from being. <laughs> influencers which i would more so call darcy and stacy influencers that i would pumpkin and alana because the only thing fucking alana is selling she needs to be selling eyelashes because she has them piled up on her eyelashes i'm like bitch you're gonna need eyelash growth serum because those are quite heavy spiders that you've got on your eyelashes right there ma'am as a matter of fact did you hear your mom can't see if you keep using that massive amount of glue eyelash glue on your eyes you ain't gonna be able to drive either like just <laughs> decisions 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 so it's alana's senior year pumpkin and josh are having all these financial difficulties yet they keep having kids and you have to wonder is that for the welfare i don't know who knows? Who knows? But what 22-year-old would sit down, sit there in the living conditions that they already have with the financial problems I'm sure they've already been having and the husband just stops working and you have more kids? Well, I mean, what he said was, I mean, he's still doing contracting and he gets to stay at home all the time. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that means you're not out working, making money Every for day. family. Yes. Like that's, you know, yes. I I'm mean, sure okay, great, you get to be a stay-at-home dad a lot and see your kids and all that. But, you know, that should be the reward you get for working and providing to yeah. me. Yeah. 
I don't, that's I just don't, me. Man. I don't think they taught that at whatever. I don't think they taught finances. I don't think they made it to the grade level in school where they talked about <laughs> finances. Well, uh, subtracting is in second grade. So. But they keep multiplying and multiplying. So maybe they fucking do know something about math. That's they paid attention to that part. It's like they it's like they pour water on one kid and hit like a fucking gremlin and he go two more. It's just like please stop doing that and yelling at people all over TikTok. So um Jessica has finally moved out and apparently she just hasn't been in contact with her family much more. Bitch, I take a fucking break for their asses too. Okay. Like that that has to be just a lot of goings on. A lot all the time. All the fucking time. So she's living it looks like it's at first, I actually thought that it was June's trailer from last season, but it's a whole new trailer. But she's obviously hiding a secret. She has a roommate. Yeah. She, whenever uh, Pumpkin comes over, she's like trying to hide the pictures and all yeah. this. I'm like, okay, great. Jessica's a lesbian. Let's just, how, yeah, it's just, that's just... how long are we going to drag this out? Yeah. Is it going to be like the season finale? We figure out that she's a cooter licker. Like, <laughs> just tell us the first episode. We've, we've got it. We're smart. Mm. This is not our first rodeo. We know when there's a coming out story, okay? Just come on. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on cooter liquor. I've never heard that term. A cooter liquor? I've heard cooter. I've You've heard had liquor. liquor. It's I've, a cooter liquor. I've never heard them put together. Well, you heard it today <laughs> <laughs> on the Lever Lounge with Keisha. <laughs> so um, I can't make that the title of the show. Apple Apple wouldn't like that. I'm sure they fucking <laughs> would not. Uh, Option two. So, well, I am very glad that Jessica's out of that house. I, I think she needed the mental break. And plus, who want to just stay on somebody's couch forever? Yeah, no doubt. Yes, it's just, uh, I don't know. So then, of course, then, you know, Josh and the little red had a baby. I mean, he is fucking is Timmy from the Rugrats with that red ass hair. <laughs> and it's curly, too. Me and James were looking at us like, James, it's not just, it's fiery red, almost orange. But it's fucking curly on top curly of that. Shit. It's curly. He is set to get made fun of once he starts second grade. Because they are yeah. going to be, he better be funny and he better be athletic. That's <laughs> the only way he's going to make it out. Funny, <laughs> athletic, or he better know how to fight. Yeah, and tell, not tell people Mama June is his grandmother. Because that's, he's most definitely going to get beat See, up for that. See, that's the other thing, man. That's the, the, oh, that's a long-term effect. It's it is. People have to say, yeah, I'm related to Mama June. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mama June. You, I would never say that. No. No, I don't. I, even if I'm Mama June, I'm not saying I know Mama June. I don't know that bitch. Ain't she blind? I heard she was blind. She's still blind? That's how I would play that whole scenario. All right, so Josh and the baby are at the gas station. It is just, this is so scripted. It is just so scripted because I could predict all of it. They're talking about their financial woes. He goes to a gas station with the baby. Of course, the fucking card is going to get declined. And it gets declined. And, you know, Pumpkin's basically saying that she's, what is, what is it saying? You rob Peter to pay Paul? Yeah. And that's what she's doing with their credit card. She's like, we just cannot afford it. And having to rely on $800 a month from June, I wouldn't ever rely on that money with June. No. No. All she has to do is fucking meet another guy, and there goes your fucking $800 a month right there with, on his new teeth. He needed a new tooth. So I spent your child support money getting him a new tooth. So, um, Pumpkin has to come to the rescue and this, 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 and that. It was, it was not like. It felt, it felt too like formulaic. Yeah. So then, um, I want to say Pumpkin's child support check is late. So she calls June who she's in a hospital doing all this test and she, she, you know, they're like, what's wrong with you, June? (laughs) They just, 
they are sick to death of her so done with her because for you to see your mom in a hospital and you immediately don't let down that guard i mean the first thing pumpkin said are you doing drugs (laughs) 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 and this is how i know june is full of shit she's like they keep they, they keep doing MRIs. They they keep doing CAT scan. Then they then they do the dye. Bitch, if they can't find what it is with the dye, that means there's nothing to see. Take your ass at home. <laughs> They're gonna put you on a uh, Doctor Now liquid diet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you to keep your blood pressure high. Say it and fuck off the road with your blind ass. There's nothing wrong with June. I think she just does. No, shit. there's a ton wrong with June. I think she's but... one of those people that has health problems, and ooh, I know I'm really talking about my own self. A person who has health problems but eats to feed the disease. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean she's also just a straight up unattention whore. So that too, I could see her having a little bit of hypochondria. And then she's know? so swollen. Have yeah. you ever seen like yes. it looks like, you know, like when you get like like okay, for example. When I get bit by uh, an an ant or any kind of a bug, insect, I swell up. Right. She looks like how my butt bite swell up, but it's her whole arm and hand. She's like she leg. was attacked by an entire hive of bees. <laughs> she, Every day. She wakes up like brushing bees off of her. And the bitch has zero knees and zero ankles. I don't even know what uh-huh. that's called. That's just called a leg. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I just got a femur. No bones? Nope. Just a femur. No, I mean, like, how do you not have ankles and knees? No wonder you walk with that limp. Like, that is hard to do. But she's not changed at all. So th- I want to <laughs> say this season is called Mama June Family, Family crisis. crisis. So last season, was it a fucking crisis? The season before that, crisis. when Gino had her chasing him fucking in a dark alley, that wasn't a crisis? Really? No, that was Mama June Redemption. That was Road, road, road to, redemption. to Redemption. So she's been redeemed? No. I don't feel like she has been. She's still on that road. So, of course, Dr. Ish is going to be Ish. It's, it's all predictable, but we're still going to talk about it every week because oh, it's just fucking good. It's yeah. good. It's good. We love watching fucking dumpster fires. Yes, we do. Producer James, do you have any special announcements or anything like that? No, I don't. Nor do I. So that is the conclusion <laughs> of our episode. Thanks, y'all. Bye. It's the Needle Lounge. The Needle Lounge. Ooh.